Welcome, everybody, back to another episode of the X1 Bros. This is your positive gaming and Xbox community. This is podcast number 354. As, 354. As always, I'm joined by the bros, the X1 Bros. First, it's Mr. McSpicy. There he is. Hello. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello. Next is Jordan the Man. Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. Thank you very much for being here, everybody. Can I say real quick, David, before you get into it? My wife just let me know or let us know before the show. This episode. This one right here. This episode is our seventh year anniversary of doing the show. That is crazy. That is crazy. They say it takes, uh, on average, 10 years, a decade, to become successful. <laughs> <laughs> to become, what is it? The saying is uh, it takes a decade to become an overnight success. Yeah. 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 That's, we're almost there. We're three years so away. So we've got three years to make it. We've got three yeah. years to make it big. I didn't uh, prepare anything fancy or anything because I, I, I had no idea that I had no idea the either. show was that day. We did start in March because of Titanfall. Yeah, that's right. That was we waited until Titanfall dropped, and then that was mm-hmm. our that was our first you know episode like the the week after or something. Yeah, the of, first Titanfall. The yeah. first Titanfall that dropped. Remember that that felt like on forever. The Xbox ago. One. It was seven years ago. Yeah. That was, oh, whereas that was, Spicy said forty pounds lighter. Yeah. Yeah. That was forty pounds ago, everybody. That was That's last crazy. gen. That's a long time. Yeah. That was the launch of the last gen. Yeah, it was the launch. Yeah, because it came out that November, like November or something like yeah. that, the year before. Yeah. And we waited a couple months to play the five games that were out. And, yeah. then, and there were some good ones. Yeah. Rise, Dead Rising Three, Titanfall eventually came out. Forza, Forza, yeah. But was it? I think it was Forza Five. five dropped, yeah. yeah, that was the Top Gear one. Where the yeah, Top that Gear was a good one. Correct. For announcers, what Correct. a great game. Trovador in chat dropped a uh, he dropped a super chat. He says, "In remembrance of those who were here from the beginning, here's to seven ah, more yeah. years." Yeah. Hashtag keep it true, Trovador. Thank you very much. Cheers, brother. And here's to everybody who uh, was here seven years. Thank you very much, guys. It's been a long seven years. It's been a fun seven years. It has been a seven years basically without a regular miss. We've had an episode every yeah. every week except for our Christmas break that we take. Minus the first year. Minus the first year. Minus the which first we year. learned very quickly was stupid. Yeah, and yeah. and all those we adopted over the years, too, that gradually showed up. Thank yeah. you for the yeah. support as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. True We're, fact. True fact. I have never missed an episode. You haven't. That's yeah, true. That's right. That is I true. Have, You're the yeah. only one. I'm the only one. Who's missed the most? Probably you. me. He probably me. Well, no, actually, probably I Jordan. Think David had that like, or Jordan had that spiel where he had to go be a man in Minnesota for a couple of weeks. Remember that? Oh, was I was I gone for two weeks? That's right. Yeah. I think it was. No, it was two. Yeah. And nope. then you, we had you call in. Remember? Yeah, and then I was at that. I was at that uh, in uh, Tahiti, that convention that no one knows about. The Tahiti that, convention. The Tahiti convention. Yeah, I went out in the field that week. GameCon Tahiti. Yeah, GameCon Tahiti. <laughs> no, but I think Jordan, for the most part, you've you've been here. I think David, maybe you've. No, been here. I think it was me because there was the two weeks, and then there was one for my kid, and then there was I had to go on some family vacation. That you had to. Yeah. <laughs> we won't. So talk I think about there it. was four. We had a special guest that week, though. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and then I, I just think that I know when David leaves, the it hurts the most because I have to run like all the organization and I am not an organized person. <laughs> the funniest story, the funniest story I ever have is one week when I wasn't here. This was the most recent time. I don't know why I wasn't here for, but uh, Jordan was in charge of printing off the sheets and he handed it to Mark and Mark was like, David collates these. <laughs> Yeah, I Well, David's not here. I'm like, he prints them on like, both sides. He was the like, notes. David doesn't do it this way. 
But it is true. We each have like our uh, own individual jobs. And so when one person's well, not there, what it, it reminded us. me of is my kids do that. They're like, mom doesn't do it that way. And I'm like, okay, well, mom's not here. All do right? you see mom around? <laughs> yeah. Go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know. But I mean, it just that makes sense funny. to print well, them on you were like, sides. You were like serious. You're like, this is not how David does it. <laughs> He like throws them in the air. Why do we even do this show? I mean, I'm stressed enough, Jordan. That was funny. I remember that. Nick P in chat also dropped a super chat. Thank you very much, Nick P. He says he lucked out and got himself a Series S. Congratulations. Seems like those are becoming more and more available for people. More and more people who wish to are able to jump in. The Series S is the best looking console out there, in my opinion. It's good looking. It's beautiful. It's a good looking speaker. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Speaking, I'm sitting in my office. I was talking about this in the in the pre-show. I have learned the importance to enjoy gaming is to create a enjoyment an space, en- an environment of positivity. I, I call it an enjoyment space. Okay. Yes. And I'm creating that in my office where I work. The hard thing that I have, I, and I've realized this, this is a mental thing. I have my, and I, and I can relate to you, Spicy, because you built your pleasure place your pleasure <laughs> palace <laughs> my loft yeah my gaming that's loft. a good name the pleasure palace yeah but uh because where i work is where i game and there's like a mental hurdle there to where when when you're there it's like work mode yeah and so it's but i i enjoy my office because it's my space it's the only space in the house that i have and i've now i'm climate controlled in there all yeah. on my own i've got a couch now that I'm going to be putting in this weekend as well as like a setup so that when I remove myself to the couch, that is it's the pleasure couch. Yep. <laughs> I'm yeah. calling it the pleasure couch. But yeah, no, you. it's important to have like your work and enjoyment separate from each other because there's a mental hurdle there. Oh, I totally agree 100%. Like it's, it's, it's a severe case of mental. <laughs> like I, my problem is the things that used to be fun is now work. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's that's actually why I'm getting into cooking. Oh, I yeah. Was, there you go. I was talking before the show. I, uh, I'm i totally going to my grocery store and totally Gordon Ramsaying everything. I'm like sniffing the stuff. Yeah, this, this is would very be great aromatic. For, yeah, this aromatic. would be good for my aromatics for oh, this. I love the word aromatic. I watch. Have you ever watched The Food Ranger? No. He's so good. You would is love he, him. He, I've seen the YouTube yeah. guy, right? Yeah. yeah okay. He yeah. does a lot of Chinese. He's in China and Asia. And actually, those would be foods to get into. But that's what anytime he's he goes to different restaurants and anytime he's eating and street food and he goes, mmm, it's so aromatic. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really good. Food Ranger on YouTube. And do you know what's interesting? Yeah. Speaking of like shows about cooking shows, I have noticed there is no longer shows that teach you how to cook. There are some, but they're very few. Like recipes, like yeah, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, like the like the morning shows and stuff. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. And nowadays, it's all reality shows and all of this weird stuff. And I can't. I want to learn how to cook something great, and the best place is YouTube to go for that it's stuff. True. But you have to go to the right places because I want to be. I don't want to be taught by someone that wasn't trained for twenty years. Sure, sure. <laughs> you know, I want. Yeah. I want the. You want the superior supremo. Yeah. Teaching. Anyways, uh, that's what I've noticed is YouTube is probably the best place to learn how to cook, although you have to go to the right places. It's true. 
It's very true. The so jump into gaming. Let's bring. Oh this yeah, back. We're, a, we're a gaming podcast. Let's bring That's this right. back into gaming. Dirt Five is our game club game of the month. We've got what about a week left in this yeah, month? A yeah. week and a half left in this month. If you've not had a chance to try out Dirt Five, download it. It's on Game Pass. Try it out. You know Join what? us over on Discord on the Game Club channel. Discuss it there. It's it's a blast. Blake, Barbara Blake has been playing a lot of Dirt 5. Jordan, you've been playing the multiplayer on Dirt yeah, 5. Yeah, I've actually played more multiplayer on it than I have the campaign. Well, I feel like you get more points out of doing well, multiplayer. Well, because you get the same point. Like, the, you get the campaign dollars, and the, they're all the same dollars. The D dollars, or whatever yeah. they're called. The dirt, big D dirt dollars. dollars. <laughs> so, I actually jumped in the playground mode the other day. Or, sorry, the... So, there's... When you go into multiplayer... So, there's the create your own stuff, right? Which is cool. Then you go into multiplayer, and there's racing... And I think party mode is what it's called, but it's really fun. Played capture the flag on crazy mat on crazy fun maps. Yeah. But I I like I like the multiplayer. Well, it's very arcadey. I well, mean, that's, what's what's that's, funny it has a distinct is flavor. I go and I'm still fairly early in the campaign because I've been playing a lot of multiplayer. I go back to the campaign and I get bored because multiplayer is cutthroat. Mm, yeah, you know they true. slam you into the walls. I nailed someone. I <laughs> come for you. Yeah. He he gave me a little a little uh. A little rub, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and rubbing's racing, as we've learned from Days of Thunder, right? So, yeah, and I got mad. Yeah, and you said no. And you yeah, just... and I'm like, what that? So, anyway, I happened to come up on him at a, on a turn, and I and I hit him. So, it was me, him, and then the wall. And he tagged the wall, and his car flipped around. It felt good. <laughs> vengeance. Yeah, vengeance. Vengeance is sweet. Yeah, it felt good. And five. I I just thought in my head, like, hey, man. Don't mess with me. Rubbing's racing. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. You know what game I've jumped into to relaxing? Speaking of creating my pleasure palace of gaming, Red Dead Redemption campaign. I jumped into Red Dead Redemption Online because I saw, you know, there's new things available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Red Dead Redemption Online enrages me. Like, I, there are four-letter words that I would like to use right now that I'm refraining myself from using because it enrages me that much. There is so much potential in Red Dead Online just because of the world that you've created. And they bend you over like it should be called bend me over online yeah not red dead online because everything costs BMO money. online, BMO online. <laughs> no because yeah. everything ev- they have all these new they have two new two new things to go for that i can't do unless i want to pay their battle pass is a hundred levels of suck which isn't it 20 is it 20 or 25 and, bucks and it's 20 bucks yeah 20 bucks which is levels of suck. Which, yeah which 20 there's bucks there's nothing there's what what is there a, uh maybe a thing for my horse like whoop do you do give me some cool stuff 20 bucks is a lot for a battle pass especially when every other battle pass minus a few minus a few yeah are 10 dollars mm-hmm. so you're talking 20 bucks to get into the season battle pass and you plus another additional to get your jobs it's just they're nickel and diming you yeah you got to pay on top of that to get the different jobs to do if you want to do the different so i was like okay you know what i'm gonna go back to the single player campaign and play it i've yet to play it on the series x there's no upgrade for it but there's that performance boost just from no loading screens and if you want loading screens that are long you play a grand theft auto you play a rockstar game you play a red dead redemption let me tell you the loading screens are cut by three-fourths there's like basically no loading screens now and I will say this, the first time we went, we all went through Red Dead Redemption at the same time when it first launched. And I think because of that, I really rushed the main story. Like I just bull through because I'm like, I got to keep up with Jordan. Jordan's a power leveler uh, just so that I can keep up with the story. This time I'm going very slow. I'm discovering stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of the best worlds ever created. 
That really is. They do a good job. It's so good. And it it's, feels alive. It feels. They do such a good job of feeling alive. And and what is that game? Two or three years old now? Was it three years old? Mm, yeah, something I like two. That. I, I would say two. Two. That's it a, is so good I'm in the in the respect that as you're going, like there's wildlife coming, there's people walking, there's conversations on the side of the road. The, they they engage with you. The way that they handle a tutorial system is you're randomly. It makes you feel like you're randomly discovering stuff when you're not. It's just very good game design. Mm-hmm. And well, it is three. It is three years. Yeah, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Looks like I was thinking twenty nineteen. October twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I think it's one of the best, if not the best, world that's out there in gaming. Um, now I haven't finished or played Cyberpunk. There's some big patches coming. So once, well, I played it, but I haven't finished it at all. I'm gonna go back when it's Cyberpunk done. has a potential for a great world. Yeah, Cyberpunk is gonna be interesting to see if it can match it. But Rockstar has this distinct style of the world with these characters and with this this just cool stuff like one of the things i'm enjoying doing uh is in in the areas i'm going after all of like the collecting all the cigarette cards collect, which i didn't do in the first playthrough because i was power power with and as you do it you're meeting different people mm-hmm. um getting all the 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 glyphs on all the cliffs there's stuff like that there's just it's so good and it's it's beautiful it's a beautiful world, a beautiful game. I can't wait. I will buy if Ro- if Rockstar's mo with Red Dead is making you buy for sh- buy shit. <laughs> I will buy, <laughs> even though I already own the game. the The Series X upgrade, if it is if it is legit, because it's already beautiful. I can't imagine what it is if you take advantage of the Series X. Yeah. And also, can I just say it is nice to be back in a single player game by yeah. myself. It's the ultimate relaxation. I'm not worried about competing with anybody or anybody side cocking me or anybody anything like that you know cold cocking me rubbing you rubbing me yeah. <laughs> yes jordan rubbing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no it's 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 really good i'm i'm super impressed it was a really well done game anyways that brings us to sorry i just i just wanted to uh, no that was that. your that, that was, was like, your soapbox moment that then. was therapeutic for me to Very i've good. been loving red being back in red dead redemption though in serious i think i'm enjoying it more this second playthrough than the first one because i'm not rushing don't rush your gaming guys well so here's my deal when i played that i wasn't rushing up until about chapter four okay chapter four or five the one right before where you go somewhere mm. and then once you go somewhere you're like ah I want to know what happens. And then I think everybody did that. And then you didn't realize that when you did that, you kind of bypass all the achievements. There's there's two achievements that you miss if you don't do certain things in that. It's very frustrating. Yeah, correct. Exactly. So uh, I want to go back and play it, but I'm afraid that I will just get impatient again because it's a long game. Yeah, but here's the thing. Since you already know the story, like I don't find myself being impatient at all. I find myself sitting back and enjoying it because two things i'm not trying to keep up with anybody and i already know the story did you start a new game i started a completely new game completely over from scratch i mean i kept my old save file obviously i might go back and do the 100 percent meter and that's actually my goal so what i'm doing is in every area like i'm just in chapter one I've, i've come down out of the mountains now um which there's a lot there too that you miss if you don't take your time it's so good Anyways, I'm come down out of the mountains and I'm just exploring like right around Valentine and I'm going through and just really exploring every every part of that map to get all of the stuff that's around that, talking to all the characters in town, mm-hmm. trying to learn their stories, doing stuff with the 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 train and the the mail that I just completely skipped last time because I was like, 
Right. Next story. Moving. Moving on to the next story. Well, that game has so many like dynamic events that have appeared that other people didn't have that I had, yeah. and I know other people have shared their stories that I didn't have. Yeah. Like I was in the uh, the New Orleans town, whatever. I can't remember. What Saint Denis. Saint Denis. And I'm just like walking my horse down, and then all of a sudden, all these. <laughs> Railroad workers, they all they all jump. They're climbing over the fences. A whole group of them just run, chasing me down, and start attacking me. And I have no idea. I think it was a riot. Like I think <laughs> a railroad riot happened and started killing everybody around me. And I just got out of there. Yeah, that's fine. And no one else that I've talked to had that happen to them. Oh, I will see. I will. But they all there was. I experienced a riot, and I was just a bystander. I didn't cause it. With the rail workers, I'll. Look for it. Yeah, I'll look for it. But I think it's like totally a dynamic event that yeah, they did a really good job. It it truly is a masterpiece, and I'm I'm blown away by mm-hmm. it. Big news. We haven't had any news from Microsoft in about three months, in all reality. Like not there's been a little bit of stuff that's come up, but overall, Microsoft has not shared a lot of stuff like we were getting in around December. Yeah, yeah. We did get some news this week that a smaller event is coming this month next week actually yeah march 26th jordan tell us a little bit about so that event the event is coming on march 26th it revolves around uh id at xbox so it's yeah. a lot of the independent, independent developers games. so we're not getting any big heavy hitter triple a games yeah. announced but we are going to see a lot of these independent studios but it did say i'll read it right here from the article that was i think it was pulled from xbox wire uh right? this one yeah xbox wire and windows central so microsoft will reveal new gameplay trailers for previously announced independent titles including highly anticipated stalker 2 yeah which very cool and the ascent and the ascent uh stalker 2 is interesting everybody this is a game that i don't think any of us played the first stalker but it's I a game it. that when it mm-hmm. the trailer dropped Everybody said you need to play Stalker 2. Everybody in chat, everybody in the community, or the Stalker. That it kind of it kind of passed us, went over our heads mm-hmm. during the announcement when we saw it. But everybody says the it's a very very well because we've never played. At least me, I've never played. And I believe the first it has Stalker, interesting right? mechanics. I don't mm-hmm. remember. People were telling me about the mechanics, and it sounded cool. I don't. Do you guys remember? I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. quite what the mechanics are. But Stalker is not a game to sleep on. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was I was actually surprised that you would call this an indie game, but I guess you know. Yeah, yeah. Another cool thing, uh, jumping a little ahead in the article here, is there's going to be brand new game announcements from developers and publishers, and the publishers that'll be there are Drinkbox, Curve Digital, Devolver Digital. I love those guys. Uh, Dear Villagers and others. So uh, lo- there's going to be a lot of indie developers that, or a lot of indie developers and a lot of indie publishers there, and. Uh, we're going to get some uh, pretty cool announcements. I mean, some of the games, I mean, sometimes you hear the word indie and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. But to be honest, man, some of the games I've put the most hours in have been indie. Think of think of Minecraft. Minecraft was an indie game. Yeah, that's you know? crazy. Valheim, all of, Valheim's an indie game. <laughs> all of the games I've put the most time in has all been indie uh, yeah. games. So. What would you do if Valheim came to Xbox? That'd be cool. I'd we'd have to start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Yeah. Would you start over? You'd have to. Yeah. I don't think you'd have an option. And how the game works, you'd want, you'd kind of want to start over. Yeah. yeah. Because you can kind of carry your character gear to other worlds. Yeah, oh, we I have uh, we have our own personal server that we use. Uh, I think I might do like Tarkov wipes every like eight months, you <laughs> yeah, know, just to, just good, to keep it fresh again, idea. to get it fresh again, you know. But uh, no, very good. Yeah, this announcement. No, no. 
I think they're smart. I, I think they learned their lesson uh, because they they got a lot of feedback. Let's call That's it. Right. Let's call it feedback. Uh, they got a lot of feedbacks. You know, with oh, I thought this was going to be a big show. So I think they're actually very. I think they're very conscious of saying, yeah, this show's going to be very tiny. Yeah, and this. then you know, based so to not get everybody hyped up and then to manage expectations yeah, they're exactly. managing expectations which this is time around. which is really uh which is really good i think it's really smart of them even uh i mean uh, even the bethesda thing when they did that they did a couple weeks ago they said hey it's just going to be a round table we're just talking you know it's nothing special but there was some actually really cool announcements in there you know yeah. so yeah. i think the uh the saying it's smaller not getting people hyped up like you know the big e3 press conference yeah kind of goes in your favor yeah no absolutely i i agree with that uh going back can can we go back to Stalker real quick? Well, not. Oh, sure. I, I just want to talk about it real quick. What I mean, going back. Um, I, I looked it up here. Here, what? Hold on one second. You're getting a lot of messages. Yeah, uh, this is not my ding, computer. Yeah, ding. Ding. Uh, Stalker. This is Stalker. So Stalker stands for it's an acronym for Scavengers, Trespassers, Adventurers, Loners, Killers, Explorers, and Robbers. It's a series of first-person shooter survival horror video games developed by Ukrainian video game developer GCS Game World for Microsoft Windows. The games are set in the area surrounding the Chernobyl disaster site, colloquially known as The Zone, in an alternative reality where a second explosion occurs at the Chernobyl nuclear plant 20 years after the first and causes strange changes in the area. So I remember that I remember that that's what people were saying that it's it's very much you have to people will come after you. Yeah. And uh, for other objects, because you're and you don't have that much loot, right? So it's very survivalist like that. And then listen to this: anomalies are in uh, in it. Um, anomalies also often produce items known as artifacts. It, this is within Stalker the game with special physical properties such as anti gravity or absorbing radiation. People known as stalkers enter the zone in hopes of finding such items for personal finance gain. While a great number of stalkers work alone. Various factions populate the zone, each with their own philosophies and goals. For example, the duty faction believe that the zone is the greatest threat to humanity on the planet and are intent in destroying it by any means. By contrast, the freedom faction believe the zone should be accessible to all. It sounds cool. Well, it's giving me a, like a Metro Exodus vibe. Metro Exodus combined maybe, with... Maybe a little bit more hardcore survival, you know what I mean? Yeah, so. Metro Exodus combined with what was the game that we were just recently playing where... Rust. No, 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 no. Where <laughs> you you guys were creating characters, like I was a character, and they and there was factions in it. Um, Waste, Cyberpunk. Was it Wasteland? Wasteland 3? Outriders? No, no. Wasteland oh, Wasteland 3. 3. Yeah, Wasteland 3. Yeah, Wasteland 3. Wasteland 3. Yeah. This sounds very, very Wasteland 3-ish. Yeah. Just first-person uh, shooter. First-person shooter, yeah. with but very heavy on survival, hard-to-get objects, stuff like that. So yeah. That's Stalker. So that's Stalker 2. So I'm excited to learn more about Stalker 2, because literally, after Stalker, everybody in comments, it was actually in our reaction video on YouTube to Stalker, everybody in comments like this is stalker this is what it is you guys need to play it it's it's a game that we've all missed probably because it was just on windows and we're not necessarily main windows uh you know gamers we're yeah Xbox gamers. yeah so this event is what do we say it was march 26 so that's next friday yeah so we'll be talking about it it will be on the twitch gaming channel and the xbox twitch channel it starts at 9 a.m pacific daylight time which is 4 p.m uk time yeah and that'll be, like we said, next Friday, March 26th. So be sure to tune in and uh, we'll get to see yeah, big some good news, stuff. Yeah, big news also for every, anyone who has uh, iOS and has wanted to experience xCloud oh, on mm-hmm. iOS. Uh, news dropped this week that xCloud is coming to iOS 
very soon, uh, according to PureXbox.com. And they winked at the camera. They winked at the camera, yeah. <laughs> it was stated in a new cloud gaming official walkthrough video posted on the Xbox YouTube channel where the Xbox cloud gaming VP of engineering, Kevin, I can't say his last name. We'll just call him Kevin. Kev. Kev. Uh, he gave he gave the following tease along with a wink. Yeah, he said it's coming soon, He's, and he winked at the he camera. Said, he said, oh, yes. We've already announced that they're bringing it to the iOS, uh, to iOS and PC early this year. So I won't give you specific dates, but it's not very far. Wink. wink. <laughs> it was funny. It was a good wink. Which is big. Uh, the fact that they're not letting Apple tell them no and they're not stopping shows shows you, I think, in my mind, how central cl- cloud is, is to the future of their... I mean, if you think about it, if Game Pass is going to be your selling point, you have to be on mobile devices um, in order to really make a splash and to scale that, that bad boy up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I I like that. Thoughts on on anything spicy that we? Oh, you guys are doing great. Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, you're, you're doing just, great on the show. You, I saw you looking up uh, Devolver Digital. No, yeah, I was I was, I was just gonna say because they're gonna be there. They're one of my they're one of my favorite uh, like indie devs, and I was just I was just looking up all the games they've developed. I mean, I've mentioned this on the show a million times, but they were the ones who published Hotline Miami, yeah, one and two. One of my favorite games of all time. One of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Shadow Warrior one and two. Enter the Gungeon. My friend, Pe- my friend Pedro. Yeah, you you my that, friend man. Pedro yeah. is so fun. My pa- my friend Pedro is the two D platformer of what Matrix was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great time. Uh, no, I'm just excited to see those guys. Whenever whenever they get involved, it's gonna be a good time. If you re- if you remember when we went to E3, when was that? Was that 2018? The first, the first one? time, the first one, the first one. Yeah, they are like the cool kids, not on the block. Yeah, you know what I mean. Where they were, so usually in E three, you have the huge L A center, and it's just a massive block, yeah, several huge. block building. You know that every all the developers go in there. They were the first ones that I know of that just rented a parking lot across the street. Probably saved them a ton of money, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, have some free nachos, have free drinks, come play games with us." Yeah, and they and they rented a whole bunch of airbuses, like those trailers, airstreams, or whatever. Yeah, they are cool. They are just cool people. Yeah, no, and, it was cool. And they they publish really really fun games. They also have their own conference, and their conference is a pre recorded. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, the crazy conference <laughs> it's <a> story. <laughs> it's a pre recorded uh, incident that is hilarious, crazy, and awesome, all wrapped into one. If you have never seen one of their conferences you're missing out uh just make sure the kids are in bed before you watch it it gets pretty bloody <laughs> so everything has been signed and dotted xbox and bethesda we talked about it last week mm-hmm. it's a done deal we then got leaks from insiders that this next one of the, we're gonna have an event the microsoft's e3 event quote unquote yeah, summer summer smash yeah and at it starfield is going to be talked about uh, according to some insiders who have not been wrong who have a good track record and the question is, Starfield, uh, he says Starfield's going to be revealed, but the question is, does it launch this year? And I think, based on Bethesda's track record, if they're going to talk about it, it's going to launch this year in fall. I hope so, yeah. And and the insider, I can't remember the insider's name, so I apologize, but he says he does think it's going to launch this year. They're going to talk about it. But the question is, do we think Starfield's going to be exclusive to Xbox? I'm going to go out on a limb. Granted, we don't know what, because... Con- if it wasn't, the only reason it wouldn't be is that there was already contracts in place for this game. It's the only way that it wouldn't be. I'm going to say there was no contracts in place for this game and that it is going to be exclusive to Xbox. What do you say, Jordan? When we say Xbox, what do we mean? Do we mean the Xbox brand or Game Pass? I mean, when 
Xbox is the umbrella that incorporates because you know Microsoft yeah. and their name. Yeah, it's, yeah, they got yeah. got to work on it. But okay, yeah. When when we say Xbox, meaning Game Pass, I think it'll be Xbox and P- any like Phil Spencer said, anywhere Game Pass is available, yeah. that's where it'll be. No, that's no. what I exclusive think. to Xbox. That's yeah. what exclusive to Xbox means. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say. Well, I think exclusive to Game Pass is a because I'm it's gonna, technically on the PC. You know, no, I'm, but that's X. I think that's all the Xbox brand. Brand, yeah. 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 Hi guys. Hi. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, no, I'm I'm gonna say this one. No. Yeah. You think contracts were already in place I for think, this one? Yeah. I think this one. It's too early, and I think they just have too many things rolling with it. You know what I mean? I, I yeah. I think that this one is not. But going forward after this one, it will be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now Starfield. We don't know a lot. There's not a lot out there on Starfield other than it's a sci-fi RPG type game. That has everybody super excited and, you know, takes place in space. Obviously, it's called Starfield. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's something <laughs> Maybe weird. it's something completely different. <laughs> that... yeah. Garfield. Starfield. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but regardless, let's let's pretend this is like the next IP from Bethesda that just... The next Skyrim. Well, this is... Now. this is the exci- next big one. This is exciting because this is Bethesda's first new IP. Yeah. Uh, in a while. When did Arena come out? Well, we 92? have it. We have Deathloop. Deathloop is is yeah. is coming, but that's mm-hmm. that's not going. That def, that one's definitely not going to be exclusive because that has a contract with PlayStation. I do think it'll also be this year though as well. I think it'll be their big holiday game. I mean, actually, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be hard because you got Halo, which is supposedly coming out this year as well. Yeah, you don't want to necessarily stack two big ones next to each other. Yeah. So, so what do you do? Do you push one of them a little, you know, into January of next year? Or do you put them both during your holiday no, the season? The more, the better. The more you have, why not? It's because you're well, you're uh, selling I Game think, Pass. I think EA taught us that the more, the better is not great. Remember what they did with Titanfall Two and Battlefield? Yeah, but <laughs> and then yeah. they smashed them both between. But on Call Game Pass, it doesn't matter. I guess you're right. That's yeah, I guess true. I guess that's a good point. Because yeah, it will always point. be there. So you just yeah. want people. Yep, I'm getting Game Pass. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, we did. We did do a poll on our YouTube community page. Yeah. We dropped a lot of polls. <laughs> I'm looking at this poll and now I'm just like, I am that three yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. I guess I'm an that's, idiot. That's yeah, we, we dropped a poll. We uh, <laughs> we actually did quite a few different polls this week, and that's how we're gonna do it going forward. Uh, the almost daily, there'll be daily polls, questions that you can participate in. So make sure you come subscribe to us on YouTube, and those will pop up in your feed if you hit that notification bell. The question was, we asked you, will Starfield be an Xbox exclusive? Three percent said no. That's me. That's spicy. That's spicy. Three <laughs> percent. All right. The options were yes, no, or who cares? It's on Game Pass. Sixteen percent says who cares? It's on Game Pass, and eighty-one percent overwhelmingly says they do believe it will be exclusive on the Xbox. I hope. I hope that's correct. Only because I. I think Microsoft's making the right moves, and I would like to see them succeed with these moves. I'm yeah. partial to Xbox, obviously, in the Game Pass, as this is an Xbox podcast, and I think. Well, as long as Starfield's good, good. Watch it just sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's uh, right. Stop saying that. That's what you said about Cyberpunk. I and I had did. all this. I, I had. I've been waiting for that game for years. Well, it didn't suck, but and it did you not said, drop correctly. Watch this game suck, <laughs> and it just came out flawed. <laughs> yeah, because of you. I, I blame it. you. I yeah. jinxed it. Don't say that to this game. No, I, I think. Uh, I think Microsoft. I think they come out swinging. I think they say, "Hey, look, we got Bethesda, and now we have Starfield." Yeah. So I, I think they, I mean, they dropped how much money? Seven point five billion. Just buy out that one contract. Yeah. Let the other one sit. Just buy that one out. I mean, <laughs> that's when you're that's dropping that true. much money. Just do, just do it, baby. Do, yeah. Jordan, we also and talking about Game Pass. I mean, there's Game Pass. Had a big the value week. for Game Pass 
we we say this every week is undeniable. Mm-hmm. It just went from undeniable to holy. unadulterated holy crap yeah. orgasmic pleasure of well content. Let's should we say I mean yeah. Let's talk about it. The first game. Well, the big well, one that we've been talking about it. Well so coming, yes, so the big one. Coming to announced on day one, launching, launching on, on Game day one, Pass. Outriders. Oh which, yes. Which the three of us are very excited that's for. That's that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. That's very cool. Outriders coming day one, which is April first. Day one, Game Pass, you own it. You own it's, it, baby. It's yours. And if you play the demo, all your stuff still carries over. So fun fun. Fun observation here. Mm-hmm. I won't say fun fact because some people take that too literal. <laughs> <laughs> That's an inside joke from before the yeah. earlier in the show. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, I, I'm... Anyways. Anyways, I'll... Uh, I won't say. Yeah. I actually just caught myself there. Yeah. We'll have that fun post-show. Post-show. Come be a- join Arbiter Status and Hire. Come join us. Come join us post-show. Remind us to talk about the story <laughs> that we can't talk about publicly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, fun fact, not literally. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. Oh, yeah, look at this. Look at this. I think I think this is really interesting. So everybody was comparing originally like Outriders to Destiny, even though we know they're completely separate games. Mm-hmm. But I would I would definitely lump them in the same spectrum. Genre? Um, I'd say they're in the same genre. Yeah, of a division of a Destiny. If Destiny is the number one game of its version, it is on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Now you have Outriders. It's quote unquote competition, although it's not actually it's competition. I don't. I don't. I don't think they're competing in that same space necessarily. But if your Game Pass, this is why Microsoft, with the Game Pass model, the traditional way, like you just said, Jordan, like, well, look at what EA did with Titanfall and Battlefield, and it just crushed Titanfall too because they released them too close together, and then Call of Duty was there. Mm-hmm. With Game Pass, it shifts the strategy so that it, you don't. That doesn't matter. Yes, we have Destiny, and we also have Outriders. Another reason to join Game Pass, right? Like, mm-hmm. if whether you like Destiny, whether you like Outriders, come join us. I think, and I can I can give you two more reasons to join. Yeah, Game Pass. And here's two more. <laughs> Anyways, I just think Game Pass is the model going forward. And if you don't see it yet, and I and, the, and there's all these there's a lot of people out there that think like they've got to be losing ton of money on this. You've got to realize Microsoft is willing to lose money for years. A lot of companies, a lot of startups, the way that startups, I've, I've worked for a couple startups now, and the way that startups work is they lose money for years. Some startups that we use that are super popular apps that the whole world uses still have not made any money, but everybody's using them. So the potential's there, right? Like, so the people are willing to lose money for years f- for this higher goal, and that is Game Pass. So whether or not they're making money on it yet, it's scalable. The yeah. idea of Game Pass is scalable in the same way that Netflix is scalable or Disney Plus is scalable or Amazon Prime is scalable. And that is why it's yeah. it's a model for the future because the the value is so yeah. undeniable. Well, and that's that's just with the assumption if they are losing money. Yeah. You know, we don't know. Well, I mean, they're gaining subscribers hand, yeah, hand over good. fist yeah. because the value is undeniable. Yeah. Again. Well, and the value just increased again this week because we got a huge announcement, two big announcements. So not only Outriders, not day a, one. Not only Outriders, but a very fun side-scrolling RPG with, I think, one of the best art styles out there, Octopath Traveler, that launched on the Nintendo. It's is, not really side-scrolling. It's like bird's eye view. That's, well, you know, it's... Two thirds. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Yeah, it's a hybrid. hybrid yeah, it's a hybrid. Octopath Traveler. So good. Have that on the Switch. Yeah. It is one of the best Nintendo games you'll ever play. Um, I think it did come to Steam last yep. year, but yep. 
It's coming to the Xbox on Game Pass March 25th, so not too far away. That's just next week. Very cool. And in addition to that, yesterday we got a drop of a ton of games via EA Play now available on Xbox Game Pass for PC. So if you're a Game Pass Ultimate member and you got a gaming PC, you now have the EA Play catalog right there on the Game Pass app. There's yep. only one criticism I have of that. I Go think ahead. it's awesome that we're getting new games. I don't like that when you go to the EA play tab, you actually have to load the EA launcher. Now it's a separate yeah. thing. I wish they could have done something. I mean, like, I, I understand it all together. Yeah. I wish they could have merged it all together to be in one place. I mean, that's the appeal of steam, right? It's, it's a one-stop shop. Uh, but anyway, very, so you have EA play this week, Boom. you have outriders coming April 1st <sighs> and you have Octopath traveler, which I think is one of the best story games out there it's it's okay. best story rpgs okay. it's really cool how they do it with the eight different with the different characters and how they it's and the art style i mean maybe the art style is not for everybody i think the art style is awesome okay i'm gonna say something crazy here mm-hmm. and everybody everybody this is crazy time so everybody so don't sit judge down me. everybody this sit based, down this is based on zero things but what if this is a giant what if octopath traveler outriders are both square enix mm-hmm. The rumor was that Sony was going after Square Enix. What if there was some truth to that rumor in that someone big is going after? They just mixed it up. What if Microsoft is going after Square Enix? We know at the very least they're going after them for Game Pass purposes. I mean, we're getting all the fi- we have all the Final Fantasies. We have the Kingdom Hearts minus the now. one that I want. Yeah, we have the final. We have the Kingdom. That's probably a contract issue. Uh, I'm uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get it done. Let the people play. Uh, yeah. So what if? Microsoft is the one going after. Well, this will be interesting. I was thinking about this too because Octopath Traveler and Outriders are both Square Enix. They're both published by Square Enix. It's they've they've yeah. It's it could be interesting. I don't know. We were talking about this the other day. I I don't. Me personally, I don't think it would happen, just because of this. And this is just. I think this is a cultural thing. Mm. Square Enix is Japanese based. Yeah. Um, Sony is Japanese based. I I feel like. There's a cultural loyalty. There. Yeah, cultural yeah, yeah, loyalty. Yeah, cultural loyalty. I I feel like they're they're very. I mean, look what they're doing. They're still bringing a lot of stuff to Xbox. Obviously, it benefits them to put their stuff wherever on they Game can. Pass, yeah, on Game Pass, or else they wouldn't do it. I do think Phil Spencer and the Xbox team is building good relationships with these Japanese developers, which yeah. is fantastic. Amazing. Because then we get more games, and then they think, oh, hey, you know, homeland loyalty. But look at these guys over here. Let's go with them. You know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I don't know if, if they ever would sell to an, an outside company, I guess yeah. I, you know, but, but who knows? I mean, there's, well, regardless, look at, look at just having them on game pass. So let's say that that's, mm-hmm. that's not a case. Cause that's just a big giant. What if, and we never knew about Bethesda, Bethesda came out of left field. Yeah. And so the only reason there's speculation or there would be any speculation is because of what happened with Bethesda. Bethesda shook the gaming world. Hard. That's still shaking. It's still yeah. shaking it. What would it do to the gaming world if Square Enix was announced? It would it would blow it up. It <laughs> yeah. would it would like you would have you know those videos of like uh, people protesting like Trump's election and they're like <laughs> screaming like the girls screaming they're like <laughs> on the ground. That, that I think have. that's what we would have yeah, would in have. the gaming world. Like we'd have that equivalent. Yeah, someone would people would freak out yeah. whether it, whether for or against. It would be I would freak out would in a positive chaos. way because I happen to lean towards the Microsoft side. You know. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah, I, I would, would I would out. freak out in a positive. I'd run around way. my neighborhood naked. Yeah, in celebration, just shouting Square Enix. 
<laughs> just have all my blinds shut then when you do. Uh, uh, that would be giant. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think, Spicy? Is that crazy? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's am I a just crazy big talk? deal. That's like that's a big deal. So yes, that would shake things. Yeah, big. Mm. Who else is left? <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard. I guess I guess Activision uh, Blizzard. Yeah. But like, they're really going. They're going for it. So Trash Panda said there would be huge riots in the street, and the mass public would have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> yeah, your general people would be like, "What are these people rioting? What's going on?" They're holding up signs, you know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if that would ever happen. Just because my biggest thing, and this may be just, I, I think it's cultural loyalty. I, yeah. I, I think, I think the, the Japanese culture in Japan is, is very loyal to yeah, loyal to their. Here, here, you know, here's the thing. Which though. is not a bad here's thing. Here's the thing. You know? Look at what. Look at why Game Pass is such such a good idea from a business standpoint for Microsoft, in my opinion. So you have Sony versus Microsoft, right? And you have, hey, come buy an Xbox. You're Xbox, you're trying to get people to not necessarily not buy a PlayStation, but to buy your product as Microsoft. That's your ultimate end goal. You have people that love love Square Enix games. Let's say you're a fan of Final Fantasy. Let's yeah. say you're mm-hmm. a fan of uh, Octopath Traveler, and you just re- or an Outriders. You you really like Square Enix games. You can get them on a PlayStation where you're going to pay sixty dollars for each of the games that you want to play, or you can now come over to Game Pass. You don't even have to buy an Xbox, but you can come over to Game Pass. If you have a PC, you can still have your PlayStation. And you're now getting all your Square Enix games on Game Pass, through Game Pass, where yeah. you're not paying $60 for each of those individual titles. It's a huge it's a huge selling point. We'll see, and maybe that's the, maybe that's the strategy. Say, hey, you could spend $60 a piece for these Square Enix games over here, or you can come to Game Pass and well, have the strategy, them all. See, they, don't even need, they don't even need to buy Square Enix to do that. They're doing that now. Yeah, yeah, no, well, true. yeah, but, was, yeah. No, no, no. But see, if you buy Square Enix, then, then it doesn't then go it, anywhere else. Then it doesn't yeah. go anywhere else. <laughs> that's, then it says, that's true. It's a year on Game Pass, and that's next level. See, and that that's another thing. The amount of popularity the PlayStation itself has in Japan, and the amount of popularity Square Enix has in Japan. I mean, do you think taking? I mean, I guess in different regions you can have different rules. Yeah. But I, I mean, I just, I think, it, I think that's a hard buy. I think for Microsoft, I think it's a hard buy. I think it's why xCloud is so important to them mm-hmm. because I think what is, isn't the statistic that the majority of like xCloud users right now are in, is it South Korea? I want to say it's a, Asia, it's a, Asian, 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 Asian countries yeah, Asian are used to these like mobile types of games. Why Nintendo does so well, yeah, the internet I mean? cafe, the internet cafe, thing, stuff yeah. like that. And so I think you could, the cloud having xCloud, having game pass tied to xCloud mm-hmm. Kind of makes it easier for yeah, that and, type and of deal out, to happen. Outriders is one of the cloud games. It's coming to cloud, so it's console and cloud. Yeah, Octoplast Traveler. It's blowing my mind. The, again, gaming in the next ten years is going to completely change, and this isn't even taking into account new technologies that are coming up beyond graphical technologies. We're talking crypto technologies, blockchain technologies, NFT technologies that are that's all the craze right now. That's going to come to gaming, um, yeah. and it's going to come in a big way, and. All of this combined, it's it's just blown my mind. There's too much. I'm sitting here, my an, my head hurts now. It's an overload. It's an overload. <laughs> just stop thinking about it, like me. See, Done. it's easy. Done. <laughs> yeah. Start to start thinking about dinner. 
Uh, one more, one more. Yeah. Yakuza. Speaking of, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot that one because of the other two are. But this one's cool too. Yakuza Six, now, yeah. the Song of Life, coming to uh, coming to Game Pass as well, same day as Octopath Traveler yeah. on March twenty. Now this is the this is the other big rumor that of who the Japanese developer of who Microsoft is looking at is Sega, uh, and that's who develops uh, Yakuza here. Yeah. Sega would be big because of just the sheer amount of content you would gain with Sega. Yeah, and they're doing similar. If things. If they got I Sega, mean, if they could do like a Super Smash Brothers. Well, and they're yeah, and they, they really because you have Sonic. With Sega, you're they're doing similar things with Sega. You've got all the Yakuza's, which is Sega. You've got Football Manager, which fun fact, Sega. Yeah, Sega not, does a lot. Not literally fun fact, but fun fact, also Sega. Uh, and I mean, they just the sheer amount of content you get with Sega. Now I don't, I don't see. I think, I think the reason Square Enix is a bigger would be a bigger deal. And again, this is crazy talk. We know it's just for fun. Is th- I think they have bigger titles re- more recently than than a Sega. Well, I think they have more well known titles. Yeah. I think they, to be honest, they probably have more popular titles with Final Fantasy alone. Yeah. Well, I mean l- that are active recent games. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Uh. But uh. Also, uh. Another game. Talking a lot about games this yep. week. Gotham Knights. A uh, co-op Batman game. Yeah, the co-op Batman game. The <laughs> spin-off Batman series starring the a younger roster of characters. It is being pushed back to 2022. That's two Warner Brother games this year. We had Harry Potter or Hogwarts Legacy that yeah. was pushed back. Yeah. And then we have now Gotham Knights just announced this week that they're being pushed back as well. Well, is the, it's very interesting to me that they're getting pushed back. And if you remember, AT&T, who is the parent company of Time Warner, or vice versa. I think AT&T is the parent company of Time Warner. And they were looking at selling Time Warner, and it was rumored that yeah, Microsoft, Time Warner's WB, right? Yeah, and WB. this is WB Games, which yeah, WB is a branch of yeah. them. Yeah, and uh, WB Games. So this WB Games was rumored that they wanted to offload that. I don't think that is a coincidence that everything's being delayed in the same year that, or not the same year, I guess, but maybe Microsoft is buying them. No, no, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, but I wonder, I wonder if there's some reorganization going on there, or there's something. Uh. There that that might be happening, and we do see an acquisition for WB Games <laughs> from someone, from someone, yeah. not necessarily Microsoft, but that but. is funny. Who is left to buy? That's what I'm saying. Like, like it's who, gonna. Who do you, who do I you mean, buy there, now? there obviously yeah. is more left, but Microsoft's been doing a really good job of just buying everybody. <laughs> well, what's interesting is they honestly, who has kind of paved the way for them is Netflix, because if you look at Netflix, I was having this conversation with my with my family last week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Netflix sucks. Right now, you're right not, you now know, you're not far off. It's no, that, right you know, now. So Netflix used to be where everything was. You would go there, and when you browse it now, the only things you see there are Netflix originals, originals which are not bad. Yeah, there's but, some good ones. But the sheer amount of content, you don't just randomly browse. You're like, ooh, look at what Netflix. Well, because everybody's doing their own. Because thing everybody has their own. So Netflix was the only one, the first one. They paved the way, and they had everything, and everybody mm-hmm. let them develop the model and say, okay, this works well. And then Disney said, well, we sh- well. Shoot, man, we've got way more. We've got all the content that we everybody's got watching. Let's do our own. So Disney <laughs> does their own. Amazon does their their thing. Uh, Paramount Plus now does their thing type of deal. HBO. HBO Max does their thing, which HBO Max, in my opinion, I is hear is actually one best. of the best. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have it. I'm using my sister-in-law's, and it is the best by far. It's not even close. I'm pretty sure there's no one in this planet that uh, doesn't share their Netflix or <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Plus account or, or well, how the world works. Yeah, yeah. But so anyway, so Netflix had all the content but didn't own it. They were just the the middleman and and enabled it for streaming purposes. The delivery system. And slowly it's all been taken away. When you look since that's already been done, Microsoft is kind of in a position 
doing it the opposite way. We need to own this content that we're putting here on this Game Pass yeah, streaming service things because like that's what's going to keep us long term. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if uh, if Blizzard decided, you know, let's say that you have you have Blizzard, you have Square Enix, you have Bethesda, and then eventually, oh, hey, we could do our own streaming service, you know, type of deal. Well, the thing it is, is, it away. Is, they're kind of doing, they're kind of, kind of coming from it after the fact. I think. I think the big difference is Microsoft is one of the only companies that has the power to do that via money. Sure. You, you know, because look at EA Play; they tried to do it, it, it didn't work. Because they only have their catalog. Yeah. The, the appeal of Game Pass is like early Netflix. They have a lot of people's catalog. Yeah. Not to mention they have the resources to do it. I think the only other person that probably could do it is I think it's 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 platform holders like Nintendo and Sony. I think are the only ones that can do it because it makes sense for them to do it. It it makes more sense for Microsoft to do Game Pass than it does for Ubisoft to do the Ubisoft plus yeah. or you, you well, know what I mean? I, but uh, when ubisoft comes out with ubisoft plus and it sucks <laughs> yeah. to try to find anything or download or even, anything yeah. or even ea we see ea well yeah EA, EA, EA play had, which, which had success not as much kind of, kind of merging now yeah. and well yeah like you have to be a platform yeah and that's why i think i think platforms have an advantage because it's come get the xbox and get this or come get the nintendo and get this will steam go to a platform model i mean, know, to a pass model you know who i think will huh epic I think Epic has that kind of money, that kind of power. Yeah, they buy a lot of people, they too. Buy, yeah, just, you know what? This time, just take all 90% of the profits this time. We don't need it. And Epic and Epic does have their own store. I mean, their own Yeah, yeah I think they, could, they have the power to do that. Well, too. and they're the ones that started, like, stealing exclusives from the computer. You know, where they're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Well, like, a week before launch, yeah. too, without even letting Steam know. <laughs> yeah, you know what? We're going to go with these guys. <laughs> uh, well, and the reason the reason it worked is... Yeah, what was the big game? Was it Valhalla that did that? No, or? no, no, no. It was... There was a really big one. It was a big launch title, and that's was a week before. Was Steve Ubi- didn't even know. Was it Ubisoft? No, uh, no, 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 because no, they have their own... They have UA, Uplay. Uh, what was it? It was something big, and it was like, whoa. It was a big deal. Was it yeah. Red Dead? No, 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 no. no. chat might chat might yeah. let us yeah. know. I, I remember, I remember the story. It, it happened to a couple games, though. Well, I know, like if they you t- post like, it, Rogue Company. When you, if you want to play it on PC, you have to play it through Epic Games. It's, it's only on there. Same with Fortnite, oh, obviously. But yeah, no, I think uh, yeah, Game Pass. Game Pass is uh, it's the way to go. I mean, they're crushing it, and I, you know, a lot of people were probably gonna get comments like, "You're just a." You're just you're just a shill for Game Pass. No, I think you know what? I think it's a genuinely good idea. It benefits me. Like I I browse. I do not even browse the Microsoft Store to purchase you games. Know I browse Game Pass. You know what? Me. I I am a shill for the greatest deal in gaming. <laughs> All right. If if that's what you want to call it for the greatest deal in gaming, then fine. Uh, oh, call me that. Call me that. <laughs> call me that. Anyways, uh, that brings us to the next segment of our show, the questions. The questions. Okay, como question. <laughs> <laughs> you can now listen to us on television. Right now, bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Okay, okay. Uh, we need to pay. We need to pay someone with like a deep Spanish voice to. Ciento punto uno. I love I love Spanish radio. Oh, yeah. I love it. I what we need to do Spanish is hire radio. a, a Spanish weatherman lady. Weather, weather girl. Oh, I think you probably can. There's a lot of 
Just go down the downtown and go down that alleyway and you might find one. Have you seen those Spanish weather girls? They are. They do not exist in real life. I don't know how they. I watch Spanish news because it's the best looking news on the planet. (laughs) It's really. Well, they deliver news with style. They always have like they always have like the chubby, like older gentleman with a mustache. mustache. But the women are smoking hot. Yeah, Where do they come? Where do they get? I don't see these people walking around. They're not real. They're, they're that, robots. Uh, yeah, they're robots. They gotta be. I mean, yeah. I I watch Telemundo. <laughs> yeah, it's that blows my mind. I'm pretty sure everyone between the ages of 13 and 19 young men do too. <laughs> yeah, there's a Aussie man reviews. Have you seen that guy on? Yeah, uh, yeah, he's hilarious on YouTube. He always does the weather girls, and he's just like. I don't effing care what the weather. It's so good. It's so hilarious. But it's like uh, wow. <laughs> it's like drop dead supermodel. Gorgeous. Yeah, Spanish TV. Do you know what's really good? Hmm. Spanish novelas, man. Yeah, you watch. You watch those. Yeah, my wife gets into them too, but I, they're good. They do it different than like our novelas. Yeah, novelas. Uh, Don't they kill everybody? Soap opera. Soap opera. Yeah. So I'm like, well, what's the word can't, for can't General Hospital? Yeah, yeah, because they they go on for like 30 years. But Spanish novelas, they kill people off. The series is done in three months. <laughs> <laughs> like it's over. <laughs> So you, the character you love, <laughs> they just do it, and it's like, all right, have, let's go I've on to the next. I've one. heard that. I've heard they're really good. Like <laughs> really, like they yeah, they're shoving you. people down the stairs. Like it's and it's it's yeah, it's good. They're not bad. They're they're funny. You just got to get past that like awkward stage of being like, this is weird. Then you start to get into the story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dang, I need to watch it. And then that's how my wife has learned Spanish. One of the reasons she knows Spanish now is because yeah, she, watches she watches it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. I heard it's a good way. There's some good. There's although, some good although then you there. just learn. So does she speak dramatically all the time? <laughs> <laughs> when she speaks, she Spanish. only understands Spanish that's spoken dramatically. Dramatic Spanish <laughs> with serious zooms. <laughs> uh, questions. T Bucks writes in, uh, guys. To submit a question, by the way, you can do it every single week over on YouTube on the community channel. Just become a member. Submit a question. It's a great time. T Bucks writes in and says, "What's up, Rose? I recently got out of my comfort zone of big AAA games. Oh, oh. Mostly shooters is what he plays, sports titles, and played the. But now he played the Ori series. All right, yeah. He says I heard a lot of positive conversations about it, and the reviews we were extremely positive. So I gave it a shot, even though platformers indies aren't really my thing, and I absolutely loved every second of it. Now I'm interested in branching out to other genres. Is there a game or game genre that has pleasantly surprised surprised you in this way? Thanks for all you do. Love the show. Keep it up. Great work. Let's look at with Spicy. What is a genre that you're like, ah, I don't think so. <laughs> that you actually make that sound, ah, but, I don't think but so. But then you've jumped in and been But then you jump in and you're like, Because there's a couple genres that I just don't play. You right? jump in and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I kind of like this. Well, I mean, I have I have examples in the past yeah, that yeah. I really enjoy. We were talking about it earlier, uh, the develop or the publisher of it, but Hotline Miami looks terrible. Yeah, it looks like a stupid game. <laughs> it looks it really like does. a stupid game. That game is good. But it is amazing. Wear headphones, play that game on the Switch, because you know you can now, and it is an experience. I you I that game introduced me to artists like Carpenter Carpenter Brute. Perturbator, uh, just really, really good musicians that I didn't know existed. And then it led me down a rabbit hole of great music in the in, on the indie side of things. And a game did that, right? 
I would not have seen myself playing that game and enjoying it. Another one is F- FTL. Did you ever play yeah, FTL? I never yeah. played FTL. Everybody tells me I would love it. It is amazing. It looks terrible. <laughs> it just does not look. You you look at that and you don't understand what's going on. But as you as you play it and as you learn it, it's it's one of the greatest replayable games I've ever played. You can play it changes every time you play. There's so many things you can do with it. The music is outstanding. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of indie games are like that. They're not necessarily concerned too much about graphically being impressive. And a lot of the cases they do they purposefully make it, you know, an art style of like 16 bit or mm-hmm. you know, they purposely purposely do that. But the gameplay themselves is is fantastic. I suggest looking into the indie scene for the last 10 years. There's some good ones. And they're they they're timeless cuz they're not necessarily concerned about the games aren't meant to be played at high fidelity high frame rates they're meant to be played how they're played whereas like a first person shooter you need that and as you play better first person shooters the other games kind of get you know they're kind of dated like I mean let's let's take Goldeneye one of the greatest games ever made it has I think 12 FPS like it is hard to play now They don't stand the test of time. They don't stand the test of time. Indie games are kind of immune to that in a way because they they, they are what they are and they're they're just great ideas that are put onto paper and put into action. Uh, Like, you don't, you you can play Stardew Valley as many times as you want. It'll be good in 50 years. Yeah. Right? So, I I would like, uh, this actually was just suggested in chat. Pull pull this up, Spicy, because this, I just pulled it up here. But wow. Uh, Trash Panda in chat says, did you ever play Hong Kong Massacre? Very inspired by Hotline. It's like a mix between Hotline and my friend Pedro. And wow, it is. Uh, in fact, just do that first one. That's the release trailer. Uh, and we could we could probably fast forward like a, I'm like a switch over so everyone can see it. Like so a just... minute in and watch this like. Yeah, I have. So I've played other games like Hotline Miami. I don't know what it is, but Hotline Miami. See, but this has that slow that down the really time. looks really good. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Look how, yeah, I remember this game. I never played it. I think I bought it. <laughs> oh, did you really? I you have probably this have on it my, on it's downloaded platforms. on my Switch, and I haven't Look played it Look at that roll, slows down. So, yeah, it is. It's literally like mixing my Pedro, my friend Pedro, and Hotline Miami here. And Kung Fu. And Kung Fu. For those of you listening, it is top down. Uh, it has a, has a higher fidelity art style than a Hotline Miami. Uh, you know, very 3D, high, highly graphical. But then you can slow down the time, it looks like. Like you can in my friend Pedro, it looks amazing. Yeah, this looks really good. I have it downloaded. I should play this. Thank you for reminding me that I have this. Yeah, Trash Panda. Thank you very much, Jordan. How about you? Genres that you're like, meh, I don't think so. And then you give it a shot, and you're like, oh, oh yeah. Well, there was the the one indie game that I really like that I think was very well done, and I try to get everybody to play it is Astroneer. Oh yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I like the survival genre, so I don't know if that this counts. But Astroneer is a very well done game. Survi- it, yeah, survival games are like that. They're they don't look the best, but they're very yeah. relaxing and enjoyable to play. Yeah. Well, and I guess I guess survival games are really hit and miss too. I mean, there's been some doozies, 
and there's been some great ones. And I think Astroneer leans towards the great ones. I really enjoy Astroneer. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's great when you put about 10 hours into building a rover and your brother comes in and drives it halfway around the planet and then That's loses me. it. Hey, that was me. And the hard part about that game is you don't have oxygen, so we can't actually just run back and go get it. So it's just lost. Yeah, it's basically lost in space <laughs> yeah, for it's, forever. But it's, it's a very, I think, I mean, the indie art style kind of grows on you. If you take a game like Valheim, I actually think there's there's a lot of charm in that graphics. They they did something with Valheim that I've that that's hard. They they mixed cool skybox distance graphics with terrible crappy graphics, and it <laughs> it, it really makes its own art style. Like it's it's really because I look at that game now and I think, wow, this looks good. I like the way this looks. You know, it, it, it's almost like a Minecraft where it has its own charm. And I think Astroneer is the same way. It's a it's a it's a stylized art style. I would say it's more bright colors, but it's yep. it's a very simple art style. Well, I don't want to say simple, but you know it's 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 you know it's simple. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's really I, that game is really well done. It's it's a very cool game. I think it's worth playing if you like survival games. This is a cool one. Yeah. No. For me, I think a genre that you know you play as I I played as a kid, but I was never super into it. And then when I when I thought of this genre, I thought, well, I'm not you know I'm not really into these things, so I don't think I would like this genre. And that is a uh, racing genre. Mm. That is something that I'd say over the last three, three or four years, I've really dove into. Um, I mean, completed Forza, Forza Motorsports uh, six and seven, and then Forza Horizon three and four, and then you know moved on to other racing titles like Dirt Five and um, the Crew. The Crew Two was really good, but racing titles you forget. For for me, uh, again, I'm not a car guy, so it's not. It's not something that interests me from that aspect, but the gameplay of racing, it's just simple, fun, relaxing. And I, I really, really enjoy a good racing game. And that's something that I, I a genre I'd say that over the last couple of years I've really um, enjoyed and gotten into. Great question, T-Box. Yeah, thank you. That's a really good yeah, question. Yeah. Thank you very much for writing in. Coffee, Coffee Cuptastic writes in. He says, uh, hey, bros, I'm a 60 FPS enthusiast. And I'm ready to say it's my favorite feature on the new Xbox. 60 frames per second as a standard is fan-freaking-tastic. What game have you played since the Series X? Uh, or what played have you have you played? Sorry, what game have you played since getting the Series? Have you loved even more because of the buttery, fra- smooth frame rate? He says Fallout 76 for me uh, has a brand new life because of that. 60 frames per second games that has improved with the Series X. That uh, a game into. that's actually really cool because you can kind of it, it kind of cheats the system, I guess. But Witcher 3. They so they, they didn't get a specific upgrade for the Series X. But you can choose performance mode or graphic mode. If you actually put it in performance mode, it has a dynamic resolution. So you'll get your 60 frames. And because the Xbox Series X is so powerful, that dynamic resolution kicks up to its max. So you're, you're actually playing in a better... If you put it in performance mode, you're actually playing in a better mode than the fidelity mode because you not only do you have a high resolution but you have a high frame rate that just doesn't drop anymore because it's such a yeah. powerful machine yeah. or a more powerful machine so i think that's as like a backward compatible game i mean that was a nice little surprise how about how about for you spicy yeah so you were talking about this game earlier and i was going to ask you if they are coming out with something with it red dead yeah red dead they, so you remember like um Xbox announced that they they have the feature where you the get FPS upgrade and Rockstar games specifically were not in that because 
the theory is that they're going to be coming out with their own to do it. So not yet. Red Dead doesn't have it yet. Now, I don't know if there is. Uh, there's obviously a performance and a speed upgrade as far as, you know, things just work faster because of pure raw power. Less drops, right? But I, I don't think we saw a frame rate boost with that. That would be a really good one. Well, no, that when you were talking about that. Didn't the original Red Dead get a boost? In something when it remember when it came to backward yeah, compatibility, it it, it did. I, I think yeah. mainly because or was it just performance? It just um, it just performed. Yeah, it just performed better. <laughs> yeah, just bigger hardware. Um, I when you were talking about that, I would love to play that at a much higher, just not necessarily frame rate with that one, just more pretty. Which that game is already gorgeous. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's really well done. I was actually thinking when you were talking about that, I was actually thinking I'm going to put that on my list to go back and, and play it because I really want to. I want 100% that game. And I wasn't able to because I rushed after Chapter 4. Yeah. Other games that I think that I really would enjoy is Overwatch. I, I've actually installed it. I haven't played it yet. But I recently I reinstalled it on my X because I know that they have, they're doing a big push on frame rates for you know the new hardware. And I think any first-person shooter that you enjoy, you should have mm. the higher frame rates. Yeah. Like, I, you're playing Doom Eternal now, oh, right? I, I beat Doom Eternal. Yeah, you just oh, beat dude. it this I week, it, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. How was that with... Uh, well, that game is really well optimized anyway. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? You're already running at 60 frames on the Xbox One X. And I, I don't know if the original... I think I think across the board that game was 60 frames because the way that engine is developed, like that's their goal. Well, you know how they did it, right? They removed the sleeves on yeah. the... On like, the that's, taking, that's too many polygons. Get that out of here. They said when they removed their sleeves, they were able to punch that punch frame it, yeah. rate up. So yeah. the one thing I definitely noticed in, in Doom Eternal on the Series X is when I died, it was seconds and I was back in the same match because the load, you can just see it. It's go 0%, 100, press A. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's instant. So the, the one thing I did notice is it does run really smooth. You're not getting those drop because I mean, even though some of these old games had 60 frames on the older consoles, they would because drop they sometimes. would drop frames every you know during high situation moments because they were kind of pushing the console to the limit. Right now, I, I don't think there's any necessary there's any game necessarily that's really pushing the console to its limit because we're still early. I think there's con there's games that are taking advantage of it. Yeah, I don't sure. think it's we're pushing it to the limit quite yet. Wait till flight sim. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was, that was yeah. But because of that, games are just running super smooth. So Doom, solid sixty frames. The one thing I did notice a lot though was that loading time. Whenever you die and have to restart, and let's be honest, you're dying a lot in that game. Yeah. Well, and so let's take Skyrim. I would love to play Skyrim with those low loading times. Yeah, that's true. Although then you miss out on some kick-ass music. <laughs> Yeah, and the cool artwork that you can turn oh. with your joystick. Oh. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what about, talk about an awesome intro when that logo, the S Dragon logo pops up. <laughs> You're like, oh, let's play this game. There's like a smoke particles of <laughs> around it. <laughs> so I did look, Red Dead Redemption 2 is frame locked at 30. 4K 30. Yeah, so, and there, there was other games. I, if the developer, which I don't necessarily think Rockstar will because let's be honest the reason I respect Rockstar is because they do their own thing and they don't give an F you know and it's <laughs> just don't. like you know what alright okay I, you're right you know like that's one thing I respect about them 
Um, their PR model is, eh, just don't say anything. Don't, don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they have PR people because they're like, well, that's, why do we need them? Just don't say anything. Yeah. That is so. one game, though. I'm with Spicy. That, and I said this when we were talking about Red Dead earlier. I would, I cannot wait for them to come out. And I would pay, like will? I said, I would pay for it. I it, would, I would pay $10, $15 for the upgrade Series X version of here, Red Dead Redemption. Here's my question. Just to experience that world. Because that world right now is so, it's beautiful mm-hmm. as it is right now. I can't imagine it upgraded. Do you think they will though? Yeah, I do. Do you think, I, I, I think that'd be cool if they did. I think they're focused on their next game though. Mm. You know? GTA yeah. 6? Yeah. I think we're going to get an announcement for it fairly soon. You think so? I think really? so. There's a, there's a lot of stuff a lot of floating noise. around a lot the internet. There's a lot of stuff out. floating around the internet. Certain voice actors putting things up and suspiciously taking them back down. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> certain, Being uh, removed from the game. Yeah, certain, certain, there's certain, you know, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going up and quickly coming back down. Can you imagine how, can you imagine the heavy hand that you have to play and follow through? I want, I want that job actually. I want to be the guy at Rockstar, the enforcer. I want to be the guy at Rockstar that well, says, hey, hey, we call me. you the leg breaker. <laughs> look at me. Look at me right here, right here in the eyes. Look at me. If you say anything. <laughs> He's got like a bat with we nails on it. We will take you out, your family <laughs> yeah. out, yeah. your uncle's farm. It'll be gone. Well, isn't the policy at Rockstar, you say something, you're fired, like no questions asked? You have to have that harsh of a policy in order to keep things secret yeah quiet i don't think we'll get it this year but i do think there will be an announcement here's the thing early next how many year. years of development is gta 6 going to have taken with the 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 ceo of take two mm-hmm. said that they he no longer wants these you know six seven year turnaround for single player yeah. games that basically mm-hmm. he wants a shorter shorter time and then you can expand that world yeah. after well, after the GTA, basically because he's he probably, he probably got the monthly paycheck of GTA online right yeah. that's why he's like hey guys <laughs> what, what are we doing <laughs> so <laughs> that's so. funny well I, but a, but a game like Grand Theft Auto like how much money it makes oh yeah it's worth the investment well look how much Red yeah. Dead made in the first couple couple days but if you look at Red Dead, they changed the way they develop games for Red Dead, and I think that's their new... Yeah, where they use multiple They used studios. all their studios yeah. to work on one game, and I think all those... As Red Dead was... I mean, I think Grand Theft Auto 6 has probably been in development for a very long time. Yeah. But as Red Dead was getting ready to launch, I think the resources shifted over shifted. to... And then, I like I said, there's a lot of people, you know... Uh, post last year in February of 2020. Hey guys, just finished my voice acting for such and such. Oh shoot, would let me take it, that down. <laughs> it would it would break records. The when when GTA 6 launches, it's going to break records. Sure. The question, it always has. The question yeah. is, GTA no problem. And I don't think they're going to release online day 1. I think they're going to do the same thing with Do you think they, they just later. merge it into I th- yeah, into well, that's online? that's the question. What do you do from getting this player base to jump into this, you know, how, how do you merge the two online? If you even do that, do you even do that? Or you just keep them separate? Well, I don't think you need to. To You don't think you need to merge it? No. Everybody likes a good wipe here or there. Yeah. yeah. That's just, a, it's a Tarkov wipe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you need to. So you'd have new technology, you'd have new. Keep it. Keep it. New graphics, new technology, and a it's new. It's making money. Keep it up. Have a new one. Keep have it up. A new one, yeah. Well, I guess For what you place, do is, is keep the old one. And stop giving it content updates while focusing, you know, because well, like, so people will slowly come I mean, over. remember, it's the top five selling games every month for the last seven years. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's, it's making enough money. To, <laughs> yes. Why, why take it down? Who cares? Right. Yeah, make a new right. one. You're going to make twice as much money because yeah. yeah. they have to do it there and they're going to do it here. Yeah, that's a good Let point. me tell you some rumors I've heard about GTA 6. Give me, give me your rumors. Rumors is, is you know how in GTA 5 we had the three characters that you jump between? Yeah. Yes. So rumors with GTA 6 and I actually really like, I think Rockstar pushes boundaries and they take risks like with the three characters, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think I really like that they do this. Well, but I mean, the risks may not always pay off, but at least they're doing something no, it's different. True. It's true. You know, they're, they're, they're trying to evolve. They're doing something different. Rumor is that we're going to have three different cities instead of Vice City, Los Santos. Oh. And well, where was Nico? Liberty. Liberty City. Well, if, yeah. if Which if is New York. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you look at it, that's what Red Dead Redemption 2 did. Yeah. They, they brought in some they other They brought stuff. in all of the but whole world. Rumors I've been reading in the dark corners of the internet. <laughs> The dark web. Yeah, the dark web <laughs> is the story will take you throughout these different cities. And a lot of people, I, I think it was Liberty City. I, I don't know. Los Santos, may not, maybe not. But people are thinking Vice City, which is Miami, essentially, yeah. which was one of my favorite Grand Theft by place. the way. Yeah. And Liberty City, which is, uh, Nico, it's your cousin. Yeah, I want to go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Great song, if you've never heard it. <laughs> That's interesting. So... You're not going to switch between characters. I'll take the more Red Dead. I, I prefer the Red Dead Redemption. Approach. I like the idea and the storytelling of switching between characters, but I think you everybody just picked their favorite character and kind of stayed with them as long as like I liked Michael the best. I like Trevor yeah, the best. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So everybody kind of sticked. You you did the other ones because you had to. I liked I liked everyone at different times, but then there were definitely weaker characters mm-hmm. and weaker stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they'll they'll improve it or, but I mean, I think yeah. Yeah, sorry, I sorry, Jordan. Uh, I think the what you're talking about, the story and the dynamic between Michael and Trevor is so good. Yeah, it, it was just third partied, and that's the thing. The, unfortunately, it, it was, felt tapped on. Yeah, where you're him at first. What's his, Franklin? What's his, Franklin, you're Franklin at first, and at first, before you're introduced to Trevor, when you first meet Michael, is really cool. When or he, Michael, yeah, the first time like, when he pops out of the seat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you realize how much of a badass he is. <laughs> Yeah, dude. So, like, Franklin's fine, but then, like you said, it's, he does feel like an add-on. It's it's the strength of those two characters and the previous past. Because remember, you started in Canada mm-hmm. with that bank robbery. That's right. And it that sets you're wondering the, what that tone. is. Yeah. And then you are you ten years later or whatever it was, retired. You you have a wife that hates you, kids that hate <laughs> a you, daughter, a daughter who's dumb and a yeah. son who's what, a moron <laughs> what was really the one thing so i mean story wise i don't think it super panned out because like you said i mean i like i just kind of picked my favorite character and played him but i think what was really cool about it is when you did big missions and you switched between the three of them yeah, during that mission that was awesome because it completely changes the mission so you start out the mission let's say as michael running up like guns blazing through the stairs and then i remember you switched to franklin who was in a different building sniping like you got so many yeah, different gameplay cool. elements and then by Trevor's doing a, that switching, Trevor's a pilot, so he's up in the he's air. Fly, yeah. fly, you're flying in to get them out of there. Like yeah. it was really, it was really well done. Yeah, that is well and done. And the gameplay aspect it yeah. built up to that moment with how it switched. Who I would have rather had been instead of Franklin was Franklin's friend. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like, like, Lamont, uh, Lamar, the one with the Apache blood. Yeah, 
<laughs> it was funny. Or uh, his aunt, I thought, was hilarious, too. Yeah, his aunt is hilarious. <laughs> when, when they go marching. When Trevor, when, when Trevor, Trevor meets her yeah, for the first and time. Give, ah. And gives her hair, why don't you buy something? And it's like a dollar. It's two bucks <laughs> two or bucks, something. Yeah. And I said, buy your shit. And she's all, she's all flattered. <laughs> That's one of the greatest. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's great. And they do an excellent job with music. By the way, you said you wanted to be the leg breaker, right? Yeah. I want to be the music guy. Yeah. Put together the music. They, yeah. Rockstar knows how to... They know how to make a good product and a good yeah. story, how to tell the story. That's why it's going to... That's why it's going to break. Yeah, so anyway, and... and- Going back to the original topic, what you said about the Take Two guy, I think that's why they restructured, like, what is it, Rockstar North, Rockstar San Diego. I think there's one in England somewhere. I don't know which one they are. Anyway, but I think that's why they restructured to to pump the games out. Not necessarily every year, because I don't think you need a Grand Theft Auto or a Red Dead every year, but... Obviously you don't. Yeah, You, I mean, you can get away with every Look at GTA years. 5. <laughs> yeah. So... Let's take one more question. Here before uh, before we call it before we call it a podcast, let's go to let's go to Blake Densley. Blake Densley says, "Fellas, uh, the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League just came out. Uh, my question is, why don't we have more awesome DC games? The Batman games are good, but where is a solid Wonder Woman game? How about a good Justice League game? Fighting games don't count. Uh, I would love an open world Wonder Woman game." Or how about a Justice League game in the style of a beat 'em up like OG Double Dragon, or like the new Streets of Rage, or even even better than that, uh, what's the Alliance game? With oh, Marvel Spider-Man, Ultimate Marvel Alliance. Ultimate yeah. Alliance. You could do that with DC. Like although would those be, were great games. Although it would be you know kind of a copycat doing that, but oh, who cares if you do it better? Let's see, so we have so for DC. <laughs> so that's games, what comics are. So for DC yeah, games, we, comic, we, comic. we have Batman, so, super solid. Yeah, you have the Arkham series, which excellent series. Arkham City, I think, is the best of the three. Yeah. Very well done. You do have you do have two new games coming out. So the one Batman game, uh, what is it? Arkham, what was it called? Arkham Brotherhood, Arkham Gotham Knights. That's yeah. what it's called. With all Gotham you get, all, Knights. You, get but, you play all the different characters. You do have the Suicide Squad game that's coming out next year as well. That again we, in the Batman verse, yeah, yeah. That we, but you know, it's different. Um, I, I would say I know I know fighting games don't count. However, the Injustice story, if you don't want to play, very good. It is, and that includes a variety of characters. It's basically a Justice League. It's basically a Justice League story there. Yeah, injustice, it's injustice amazing. to the it's story. It's not like a typical. If you've been away from fighting games for for a while, it's very story centric. Play the campaign. It's mm-hmm. really the both of the Justice One and Two, very very good. I I I would say those are really good. But yeah, an open world type of game. I mean, you do have DC Universe Online. That's true. Which you is which MMO. is which is really which is decent. I you know it's not the best MMO. It's not the worst MMO. I think it's good though. I actually think there's quite a bit of these types of games. Well, he he definitely like, says tr- awesome like, games, but not like yeah, AAA. DC has had some misses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that Superman game was terrible. The N sixty four Superman, I, and I think what well, I, I, I think because look at I think what the best superhero game is. Would you say is Spider Man? I would say Arkham City is the best superhero game and I've played. Oh, really? Over over the Spider-Man? The new over Spider-Man. the new Spider-Man? Although the ending of the new Spider-Man was really good because they kind of The new really Spider-Man, like, the one that was on the PlayStation, very good game. Very do good. you think it's, that's a game. standard for superhero games? Or did Batman already do that? I think I think the Arkham series set a standard for okay. superhero okay. games. Yeah, because oh, before, before WB made that game, 
superhero games were very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, and I, I do get what he's saying. They do, especially tend, DC. Yeah, I do get what he's saying. They do tend to lean heavily towards Batman, but I think that's because Batman is Batman. Batman and is every, Batman. Everybody loves Batman. I'm right? Batman. Um, going back to the thing, if I were, I, I think, I think this is what I'd say. So I did. Mark did too. He did it a lot quicker than I did. Uh, we both hundred percent of the game. Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. I think Spider Man is very good. I think it would be my close number two. I think Arkham City was amazing. Only reason, I mean, Spider-Man, I think that, I think they're even in every, in, in gameplay, in, in world, in, in all this stuff. The only thing that I think Arkham Knight has a little bit over Spider-Man is I think the story was just a tad better. And the reason the story was a tad better is because you had amazing characters with Harley Quinn and Joker and, and that whole, I mean, and, you have the entire Batman villainy, right? You had Nigma, mm-hmm. uh, you had Catwoman, and they were all really good characters. I mean, Spider-Man has its good characters too. I don't know. I, I think I put Arkham City as number one. Spider-Man, and I've not played Miles Morales yet, so mm. you know, I think I'd put Spider-Man as a close number two. It, it's tough though. And I think the only thing that does it for me is, like I said, I think the story in Arkham City is just a little bit better. Spicy. It's a hard one. I, here's my here's my deal. I I kind of put God of War <laughs> in this category. Uh, he is tough because you play that first fight, you feel like a superhero, anyways. It was a Dragon Ball Z fight. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, there, uh, the, and the fact you can't deny how good Injustice is. It is. Well, from it is the, very from, good. Even if you're not a fan of fighting games, the story of alone, uh, alone. The story is jaw Just play it on easy and yeah. just play it for the, the story. The story alone from, from Injustice 1 through all the way through Injustice 2 is very good. It'll Amazing. make you like, oh, I want to go pick up these comic books well, and read make, the story. What makes it so great is they're the Mortal Kombat guys. Is how they put the fights they go from cutscene right to the fight, mm-hmm. back to the cutscene. Yeah, it's like playing a movie. It's like, and the camera just turns, and it's it's awesome. Yeah, if it you is very if well you done. are into Blake, if you're into storytelling with good superheroes, that you you shouldn't just ignore that series because it is excellent. And Injustice One starts out like, and you're like, whoa. Something and you're happens. Like, That's that only you, a minute in. Something happens that you think would never happen. Yeah, and then you're like, right away. Why do you think that we don't have? For instance, I think a Wonder Woman game would be super cool. I think we've talked about this. Better a be bit third before. person. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've talked about this before because uh, I would love to see a superhero game or a superhero, a Superman game. Yeah, Wonder Woman and Superman are essentially same power level. I, I, I do get the argument that it's kind of hard to develop a game for characters that are. Very powerful. I think it works with Batman because he's a guy. Yeah, yeah, but you know, because he has a hero's journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman doesn't. He's already just. I I really like. I really like Superman, and I really like his stories, like the whole Doomsday story. The not the movie Doomsday, the actual comic book Doomsday is really good. Um. I think Superman has really cool. Well, what about what about Aquaman having like if you could figure out underwater underwater battle systems, it would be this whole crazy cool new way to play. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I think though. I don't know. Yeah, but see, even if you look over at Marvel side of things, though, yeah, there's not a Spider-Man. Like I said, Spider-Man like Spider-Man, Spider-Man, you have Ultimate Alliance, Ultimate Alliance but Ultimate Alliance game. worked because it was Diablo. It was yeah, it was like a Diablo style thing, and you didn't really have like does does Marvel have an Aquaman, and was he in Marvel Ultimate Alliance? I don't think he was. 
Well, because it took place on land. Yeah, so I mean, there's no point. He's got to cover the harbor. You know, <laughs> he's at the harbor. Yeah, he's there's a, yeah, there's a reason the Marvel order. didn't copy those characters. Or even, <laughs> even better, here I'll give you one. I'd like to see a Flash game. That that you'd have like this Matrix. Mechanic. That's Sonic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just get those coins. Sonic. Yeah, ding ding ding. <laughs> it's just flat. <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah, I think it's I like Spider Man works as a character because let's think of Marvel games. Other than Ultimate Alliance and Spider-Man, I think that's really the only ones. I mean, there was uh, the X-Men, which is where Ultimate Alliance came from. Apocalypse is what, what was the X-Men one called? But it, it, that's what started Ultimate Alliance is it came from that X-Men game. You know what would be an excellent game? If you took the same concept of like Spider-Man or Batman and just did a good villain game. And you know how that's what's interesting about Suicide Squad. Though, yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, but they're still tr- they're still goodish. And, they're, and being that con- u- they're being used, used by the to good. Be good. Yeah. You know, I want you, you remember. Be you know, have you ever evil? played the game Plague Inc. where you try to kill the world <laughs> okay, with yeah, a virus? Yeah. yeah. I would love that as a goal to take over the world, to be the bad guy, to be Ganon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there is a new game that dropped this week called uh, Bad Guy Simulator Cartel Tycoon. So imagine if you were Lex Luthor and you had to build your empire to take out superheroes. You could have a city building tycoon game called Lex Luthor. <laughs> Lex Luthor. <laughs> I think that would be a great concept. Some of the best games we've ever played are tragedies. I yeah. and have this and that. Have it not be like a joke on being a villain. Have it be a legit bad guy game. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. A little, Thanos? A little dark, but cool. But that's, yeah. I mean, Red Dead was a would dark, it, Red it, Dead 2 was a tragedy. Would it Very almost, dark game. Would it almost lessen the bad guy, though? What do you mean? Like, if you're playing as him? Because let's, uh, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, let's take, let's take a uh, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. The very end scene, can I just talk about it? Uh, uh, be let's very just, loose. Let's just, let's just talk about it. All right, if okay. you don't want to hear about if it, you then don't, don't want to hear about it because that's such a pivotal part of why I enjoy that game. Yeah, so but I it's been want... it's been a couple of years. We're a gaming podcast. We got to talk about things. <laughs> okay, so. we're gonna talk about the ending yeah. of that game. So I would skip ahead about three minutes. <laughs> the reason, yeah, the reason. So at, at the end of that game, when Darth Vader comes in, the reason he's a cool character is because you're afraid of him. Can yeah, you can you have that as him being the playable character is what I'm asking. You know you know what I mean? Well, do you know how terrifying S- Superman is if you're against him? Yeah, that's Yeah, true. I get, yeah. That's, that's right. actually yeah, yeah, why I, yeah, I like yeah, Lex yeah. Luthor Lex Luthor so much well, he fights because him he's into- he's a normal guy taking on the most powerful person that's ever been. Yeah. Yeah. And he does it and he does a great job. Yeah, cuz he fights him with his the brain, yeah. the old noggin. Yeah, totally. That's one of the reasons I like like Superman in, Injustice. Oh yeah, yeah. Because Superman goes crazy. <laughs> you know? He goes crazy. And do you know how terrifying that is? Yeah. 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 He yeah, could it's all about that. perspective. <laughs> uh Psychotic in chat says, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really right. miss He says, I really uh, miss Marvel Omega Heroes. It was a great MMORPG on PC that came to Xbox oh, towards yeah. the very end of its lifetime. Yeah, I remember that. It was a Diablo remember we played it. It it wasn't originally called uh Omega, it was Marvel something. And then they re released it on called it was actually a really well done it was a Diablo style game uh online. It was it was pretty cool. It just didn't pick up the uh grab that it needed the grab to hey, the grab bag david Yo. imagine crusader kings but yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. that with superheroes i was thinking with that. but you are kingpin and you are trying to create <laughs> yeah. your organization of crime with a game like crusader kings you could do it 
both ways too. Like why not? Imagine Justice League. Imagine turn-based strategy Justice League. So you've got Superman. You and you get to call, you get to select your players. Oh, that'd be cool. X-Com. And their abilities X-Com, coming out. Yeah. XCOM with superheroes would be awesome. Well, they they did just do I one game we're not talking about. They did just do Avengers last year. Which was well, we're not talking about it DC, because yeah. it was okay. Well, it was it's not DC, had a lo- yeah, yeah. But I well, mean, like, did, would you want a Justice League like that? Well, yeah, if it's done right. <laughs> yeah, if done correctly. You take, I mean, you take some of my favorite characters and do it right. You're gonna, for instance, I've, for instance, here we go. Outriders. What is so fun about Outriders is that you have these abilities that it's just like, damn, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And the artwork and stuff. Why why can't you do that type of like a looter rinse repeat Diablo style that Outriders is doing with superheroes because you you well I think that's what Avengers do feeling like a superhero anyways that, but do it properly yeah have Square Enix do it for you or uh, well Square Bungie. Enix did have Bungie Bungie do it Square Enix did Avengers if Bungie did a superhero <laughs> if Bungie did a superhero <laughs> game like that uh, you Batman would have the coolest costume. <laughs> His the power coolest, level, yeah, you'd grind the armor. Bat nipples, yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Will they, they Clooney it? Yeah, but they'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, those bat nipples were cool. Uh, great question, Blake. Thank you very much for writing in. Appreciate it, everybody. That actually does us for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in again. If you haven't, head over to YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 Bros. Make sure you subscribe to us there. Also, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. And us Audible. And Audible. We're on yeah, Audible. I actually Audible. logged into Audible this week and it said, hey, welcome to Audible. Would we you like to listen Audible, to a podcast? Which means you can you can uh, use your Alexa device to uh, talk to us. Talk to us. To bring us up over there. And Anyways, guys, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for the support. I don't have any. Who else, who else should I thank? I'd like to thank my uh, mom. Thank your mom. Everyone, we're going to have a post show, so stay around for the post show as stay well. Stay around for the post show. It's a good time. Yeah. And thanks, David's mom. Yeah, I guess. Bye-bye. <laughs>